Today is November 23rd, and you are listening to the Reading Through the Bible Together podcast. My name is Blake Farley, and today's Old Testament reading begins in Ezekiel chapter 45, verse 13. And we're going to read through chapter 46, verse 24. As always, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation, NLT. And as always, this is a pretty raw and unedited podcast, so I'm likely to make some mistakes. That's why I always tell you where I'm reading and what uh, translation I'm reading out of. So if you want to go back and say, man, what did he say? Uh, you can do that. NLT, New Living Translation, Ezekiel chapter 45, verse 13 through chapter 46, verse 24. You must give this tax to the prince, one bushel of wheat or barley for every 60 you harvest, one percent of your olive oil and one sheep or goat for every 200 in your flocks in Israel. These will be the grain offerings, burnt offerings, and peace offerings that will make atonement for the people who bring them, says the Sovereign Lord. All the people of Israel must join in bringing these offerings to the prince. The prince will be required to provide offerings that are given at the religious festivals, the new moon celebrations, the Sabbath days, and all other similar occasions. He will provide the sin offerings, burnt offerings, grain offerings, liquid offerings, and peace offerings to purify the people of Israel, making them right with the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. In early spring, on the first day of each new year, sacrifice a young bull with no defects to purify the temple. The priest will take blood from this sin offering and put it on the doorpost of the temple. The four corners of the upper ledge of the altar and the gatepost at the entrance to the inner courtyard. Do this also on the seventh day of the new year for anyone who has sinned through error or ignorance. In this way, you will purify the temple. On the fourteenth day of the first month, you must celebrate the Passover. This festival will last for seven days. The bread you eat during that time must be made without yeast. On the day of Passover, the prince will provide a young bull as a sin offering for himself and the people of Israel. On each of the seven days of the feast, he will prepare a burnt offering to the Lord, consisting of seven young bulls and seven rams without defects. A male goat will also be given each day for a sin offering. The prince will provide a basket of flour as a grain offering and a gallon of olive oil with each young bull and ram. During the seven days of the festival of shelters, which occurs every year in early autumn, the prince will provide these same sacrifices for the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the grain offering, along with the required olive oil. Chapter 46, beginning with verse 1. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. The east gateway of the inner courtyard will be closed during the six workdays each week but it will be open on Sabbath days and the days of new moon celebrations. The prince will enter the entry room of the gateway from the outside. Then he will stand by the gate post while the priest offers his burnt offering and peace offering. He will bow down and worship inside the gateway passage and then go back out the way he came. The gateway will not be closed until evening. The common people will bow down and worship the Lord in front of this gateway on Sabbath days and the days of new moon celebrations. Each Sabbath day, the prince will present to the Lord a burnt offering of six lambs and one ram, all with no defects. He will present a grain offering of a basket of choice flour to go with the ram, and whatever amount of flour he chooses to go with each lamb, and he is to offer one gallon of olive oil for each basket of flour. At the new moon celebrations, he will bring one young bull, six lambs, and one ram, all with no defects. With the young bull, he must bring a basket of choice flour for a grain offering. With the ram, he must bring another basket of flour, and with each lamb, he is to bring whatever amount of flour he chooses to give. With each basket of flour, he must offer one gallon of olive oil. The prince must enter the gateway through the entry room, and he must leave the same way. But 
When the people come in through the North Gateway to worship the Lord during the religious festivals, they must leave by the South Gateway, and those who entered through the South Gateway must leave by the North Gateway. They must never leave by the same gateway they came in, but must always use the opposite gateway. The prince will enter and leave with the people on these occasions. So at the special feasts and sacred festivals, the grain offering will be a basket of choice flour with each young bull, another basket of flour with each ram, and as much flour as the worshiper chooses to give with each lamb. Give one gallon of olive oil with each basket of flour. When the prince offers a voluntary burnt offering or peace offering to the Lord, the east gateway to the inner courtyard will be opened for him, and he will offer his sacrifices as he does on Sabbath days. Then he will leave, and the gateway will be shut behind him. Each morning, you must sacrifice a one-year-old lamb with no defects as a burnt offering to the Lord. With the lamb, a grain offering must also be given to the Lord, about three quarts of flour and a third of gallon of olive oil to moisten the choice flour. This will be a permanent law for you. The lamb, the grain offering, and the olive oil must be given as a daily sacrifice every morning without fail. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. If the prince gives a gift of land to one of his sons as an inheritance, it will belong to him and his descendants forever. But if the prince gives a gift of land from his inheritance to one of his servants, the servant may keep it only until the year of Jubilee, which comes every 50th year. At that time, the land will return to the prince. But when the prince, when the prince gives gifts to his sons, those gifts will be permanent and the prince may never take anyone's property by force. If he gives property to his sons, it must be from his own land, for I do not want any of my people unjustly evicted from their property. In my vision, the man brought me through the entrance beside the gateway and led me to the sacred rooms assigned to the priest, which faced toward the north. He showed me a place at the extreme west end of these rooms. He exclaimed, This is where the priest will cook the meat from the guilt offerings and sin offerings and bake the flour from the grain offerings into the bread. They will do it here to avoid carrying the sacrifices through the outer courtyard and endangering the people by transmitting holiness to them. Then he brought me back to the outer courtyard and led me to each of its four corners. In each corner I saw an enclosure. Each of these enclosures was 70 feet long and 52 and a half feet wide, surrounded by walls. Along the inside of these walls was a ledge of stone with fireplaces under the ledge all the way around. The man said to me, These are the kitchens to be used by the temple assistants to boil the sacrifices offered by the people. That concludes our Old Testament reading, moving into the New Testament. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 through chapter 2, verse 10. So prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. And remember that the heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favorites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of him during your time here as temporary residents. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors, and it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began, but now, in these last days, he has been revealed for your sake. Through Christ you have come to trust in God, and you have placed your faith and hope in God because he raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. You were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth. So now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters. 
Love each other deeply with all your heart, for you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever, because it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the scriptures say, people are like grass. Their beauty is like a flower in the field. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And that word is the good news that was preached to you. Chapter 2, beginning in verse 1. So, get rid of all evil behavior. Be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. Like newborn babies, you must crave spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment, now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. You are coming to Christ, who is living, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by people, but he was chosen by God for great honor. And you are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priest. Through the meditation of Christ, excuse me, through the mediation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. As the scriptures say, I am placing a cornerstone in Jerusalem, chosen for great honor, and anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Yes, you who trust him recognize the honor God has given him. But for those who reject him, the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. And he is the stone that makes people stumble, the rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they do not obey God's word, and so they meet the fate that was planned for them. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. That concludes our New Testament reading. Moving into our Proverbs reading for the day, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 11. Rich people may think they are wise, but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. That's a deep proverb if you let that wash over you. Let's read it one more time. Rich people may think they are wise, but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. Yeah. Remember uh, one of the first mission trips I went on to the Dominican Republic? And uh, I didn't think I was rich, but after I saw people uh, who had houses where the floor was dirt and the roof was mud, after I saw kids playing soccer with no shoes on, no shirts on, uh, in a field without goals. They just kind of set up, I can't remember what it was, some, some pieces of trash, I think it was, to kind of make some, some fake goals. And uh, their soccer ball was made out of tape. They, a big ball of tape was their soccer ball. Uh, those people saw right through me. I was rich, thought I knew everything. And uh, yet I saw, I saw a joy and a happiness and an authentic faith in God uh, that saw right through me in some of those people. Yeah, rich people may think they are wise, but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. That speaks to me, friends. All right, moving on. Psalm 119, verses 33 through 48. This is our psalm reading for the day. And uh, as always, I would encourage you to read it in a posture of prayer. The section subheading is He, which is a part of the Hebrew alphabet. Verse 33. Teach me your decrees, O Lord. 
I will keep them to the end. Give me understanding and I will obey your instructions. I will put them into practice with all my heart. Make me walk along the path of your commands, for that is where my happiness is found. Give me an eagerness for your laws rather than a love for money. Turn my eyes from worthless things and give me life through your word. Reassure me of your promise made to those who fear you. Help me abandon my shameful ways, for your regulations are good. I long to obey your commandments. Renew my life with your goodness. Wah! Lord, give me your unfailing love, the salvation that you promised me. Then I can answer those who taunt me, for I trust in your word. Do not snatch your word of truth from me, for your regulations are my only hope. I will keep on obeying your instructions forever and ever. I will walk in freedom, for I have devoted myself to your commandments. I will speak to kings about your laws, and I will not be ashamed. How I delight in your commands, how I love them. I honor and love your commands. I meditate on your decrees. God, may we be people who meditate on your decrees, uh, Lord, so that we can be truly rich. Rich has nothing to do with money or possessions. It's a, uh, it's a state of mind in which we have complete trust and contentment in you and you alone. Thank you for the people in the Dominican Republic who uh, changed my perspective about what it means to be rich, who saw right through me. Lord, may we all come in contact with people like that. May we be people like that. Although we have material wealth as Western Americans, Lord, may we be people who are poor in spirit, humble in posture, and full of love. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me for today's reading, friends. I uh, hope that you have a great day. And remember, if you're listening to this, odds are you're, you're rich by world standards. Rich people may think they are wise, but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another day of reading through the Bible together.